Stay on your ground. Oh, you know, you know, you know. Stay on your ground. What's going on, homies, and welcome to Beer Me Carnal Podcast. On this podcast, we will share our favorite beers and beer stories. Now, we are not beer experts or scientists, but we are experts in drinking beer. I am your host, Eric, and welcome to Beer Me Carnal Podcast. All right, guys, what is going on? And welcome to episode 08. I'll uh, put out the title, what it is. I don't want to introduce them just yet, but welcome to episode 8. Uh, what I got here in the room with me is good old George. What's going on, Eric? Happy to be back. Heck yeah, man. Glad you're here. Then I also got Johnny back on the show. Uh, he wanted to be in here, and then he did bring six-pack of some beers we never tried. He was over in uh, North North Dallas, had some wings out there, and he's like, you know what? Let me bring a six-pack out to these guys. Saw my post and was like, I'm going to pull up, see if they let me be on the show. And uh, he knows the, the disclosed location where we're located. So, yeah. Yeah. Just remember, next time... Show 15 minutes early. Yeah. Bro, I was here earlier than all of you guys. <laughs> and then I got our guest that we'll introduce uh, soon, uh, right before the mystery beer, right? We started this thing last episode. Uh, we were like, we're going to bring on a mystery beer. I Nobody in the room knows what it is except the person that brings it. Well, in this case, will be uh, George was on episode seven. For today, episode eight, uh, I brought on the mystery beer. So let me... Uh, let me get it out of the mystery box. Ooh. George, can you oh. give me a drum roll, please? Ooh. You don't want to tell us something about it before you surprise us? Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. A right. random little fact about yeah. it. Let's see if we can guess. So, yeah, so don't peek over here. I got you. Ah. All right. No, All right. right. So this uh, this beer came from a brewery in Dallas that was established in 2011, okay? In an area where there was not a whole lot of uh, commercial, there was not a lot of people going to that area. Now it is a very, very popular area in Dallas, also very violent. Uh, anybody that goes out there that's never been out there, I recommend don't go in past 11, right? Uh, it does get violent at night. They do have patrol now, right? Police officers, they block off streets like that. But uh, this brewery was funded in Dallas, in 2011 again in a community where there was not a lot going on right it was barely growing uh and this community actually in the 1980s became a dead zone so there was all the buildings there were closed off boarded off there was not a whole lot of businesses out there some of those businesses that are still there are new let's just say right uh they're not from that 1980s era they're also not from the 2011 so there's only a few of them that are from like 2010s and to here right uh so again that drum roll already happens but uh let me introduce the famous here let me lean over here real quick take this headset off and uh for the people that are not seeing i put it in a box from a scholastic book fair <laughs> so so this uh, book so the beard comes from the hood it does sense. come from the hood it yeah. does come from the hood you cross the highway and it's still a hood <laughs> so just so you know, okay, I think I have a slight idea. You have a slight idea where it's at. Yeah, it's it's known for their decal, their logo as well. But um, this is Deep Ellum Breweries Deep Ellum IPA. Oh, oh nice! So it was something that I was like, you know what? Let's do something a little bit different. Uh, we've been doing lager pilsners, right? We've yeah. been gone down south of the border, stayed at home, right? Uh, U.S. And then you're like, you know what? Let's bring something a little bit different. A little bit closer to and home. And a little bit closer to home, right? We haven't uh, represented our hood, let's just say. I did bring some cups as well, because if you don't want to drink all of it, I get it. <laughs> it's okay. 
Uh, for the people out there that still haven't gotten a clue what it is, it's Deep Ellum IPA. So nice. that's what it is. I thought you were going to bring a Deep Ellum uh, 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 Dream Crusher. Dream Crusher. We'll yeah. do that eventually. We'll do that eventually. I don't want to bring it on now. I want to introduce some of the like lower alcohol percentages of IPAs because I do want to bring more IPAs onto the show. Right? Uh, there's a big audience out there that does like IPAs. And I was like, you know what? Let's start with something a little popular out there entry in the Metroplex. Level. Entry level. Entry actually. level IPA. Accessible. Accessible sense. too. Uh, you go to any corner store, grocery store, you're most likely run into this beer. Yeah, I see this pretty common. At I see Tom it at Thumb, QT. Yeah, QT one. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Thumb. I mean, you go to Fiesta, you go to any Mexican supermarket, you'll bump into it as well. So that's pretty impressive. And why I chose it too was because when I was in Philly uh last year i actually ran into this beer at a uh, central market up there so i thought that was pretty cool because again deep bellum dallas i was like it made it all the way up here yeah so i was like let's bring it on uh a little bit about it uh if you are not familiar with it it's seven percent alcohol uh ipa for the people that don't know what they are it's indian india pale l right that's what it is uh and again it's brewed here in deep bellum in dallas texas uh, it's a light orange tropical pine grapefruit beer, and it's uh, considered a light lager in a way. It's still an IPA, but it's light. So uh, let's go ahead and give this a try. So, oh, nice. Again, if, you if you don't want to drink all of it, it's okay. Like I said, I brought cups so you can half it. I would recommend drinking a whole can though, just to get the full experience of it. Yeah, I would so, never think of not drinking the full can. So here you go, uh, man. Shit. One for you. But now, now you. I see why you were like hesitant about can? Uh, going on the beer. Yeah, you want to have one? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put okay. it on the beer funnel. You, you know, we do this thing. We do this thing where we uh, we get a beer funnel, and before we start the show, we go in and chug one beer, right? Just to ease up that nervous, just to warm feel, up, warm up, you know, warm up the field uh, before we go in. And then uh, I was like, "Yeah, man, I don't think you want to chug this whole thing." So <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Let's bring it on." But uh, I don't think I want yeah. to. But I think Johnny does. Johnny, do you want to do that, man? You you uh, hold second it? place you know, in chugging the beer. Yeah, I think you're starting to become like our our, our Stevo per se. Wait, I'm testing out. We're funneling this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. You're down. Nice. Guys, okay, I won't pour this one right now. Uh, but you still drink it. some. Still drink some. Okay. There's just enough to sip. go around. Yeah, there's just enough. Take a sip. Yeah. By, by the way, this is a six pack. That's what I got. I was like, I don't know if we're gonna finish all this, you know, or not. But and, and I think a six pack is good if, if it's like up to three people. A six pack is nice. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. It's acceptable. It's acceptable, it's isn't acceptable. it? Yeah. So for us to be four of us, I think it's good to chill on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. then Johnny can drink three and we'll drink and then three amongst yeah, us. We'll, yeah. we'll just yeah. try the other. We'll try the other ones. Uh, cool. Other fun fact about Deep Ellen Brewery is that their beers are not bottled. They're actually canned or on tap. Uh, I know a lot of breweries out there started bottling. Uh, Deep Ellum keeps it OG and then they go can only. So, so does uh, Deep Ellum have uh, do all their brewing here in Dallas and Deep Ellum or is it done somewhere else and then they just distribute to those locations? So it's brewed here in Dallas, Deep Ellum, right? The community uh, of Deep Ellum. And they have a small brewery out there in Fort Worth, actually. Okay, nice. Yeah, so, that made sense. This seemed like yeah. a lot of volume for us. Yeah, it's just a flagship. You know, they have a flagship up there. And what they do is, you know, same thing. You walk in, you can get a beer, but they also got tanks there where they brew it. But they brew some other, you know, popular beers. This is one of them. Uh, yeah. The other one is like Nito Bandito and Dallas Blonde. Dallas Blonde. Yeah, for sure. those are their three famous beers. That I don't they think brew. they've won anything like world the any awards, have they? Uh, not that not I know. Of. If you want to look it up. Uh, so we've been looking at uh, what is it like brew the beer cup 
World Beer Cup. Yeah, World Beer Cup. As our metric of reference yes. lately. And what that is, it's like, uh, it just holds the title for certain, you know, awards that they won for best beer, best flavored beer, best IPA, et cetera. And the list goes on, on categories. But, you know, people look at it, they grade beers by that. Um, and this is people that this is literally their job is just to go out and try beers yeah, and, and say it's good or not they do a convention every year it looks like yeah. this the next one is in april of yeah. 2024 yeah we in missed Las it right? vegas <laughs> oh wow vegas i'm yeah, gonna vegas, go to vegas so. Gotta go to Vegas. Get 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 jigging. Go ready, go work. <laughs> go go work. Uh, it's a business yeah. trip. It so. is a business trip. <laughs> um, now, does everybody have a beer in their hand or the deep element Just so yeah. yeah? Yes, All right, sir. let's go ahead and uh, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Guys. Happy cheers. to have a uh, guest here. Yeah. And again, I'll bring up the guest soon. So let's take that first two sips. Okay. I can. Oh, actually, that's nice. I can taste the citrus for sure. I taste this. This is not bad. It's almost this is like my first time trying this. Oh, you never tried yeah, this? I've never tried this before. Oh, I've cool. ne- I'm not a fan of IPAs, so this neither is, am I, man. This is a very good entry level. Like, I, think this is I like for entry. I think this so is very too. summary too. That's yeah, why I said I didn't want to. I, yeah. I didn't want to bring the bring on the Dream Crusher because that's a double IPA, and, and it's from Deep Elm as well. Yeah. So I didn't want to bring it on. Like I said, you know, I wanted to ease into it and yeah. start talking about IPAs a little bit more onto the show. Yeah, for sure. And this is good. This is not bad. I haven't had this in a very long time. I tell you that much, and uh, it's not bad at all, man. I like it. I like I the like can it. too. The it's can is cool. Nice design. Yeah. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. So uh, for the ones who haven't seen it, uh, it is a hops, right? Uh, the little plant has some wings. Uh, look like a cyclops almost. It's kind of like a an angel. a Bible, an angel? a, a, a yeah. biblical representation of an, of an angel. angel. Yeah, an angel, right? And then it has like an arrow going through it, and uh, it's green, yellow, green can. It's the hops that kind of looks like a heart, right? Fire yeah, kind of looks like a heart. The design of Deep Elm IPA, just the lettering on it is But pretty, pretty if you look cool. at that 7%, it almost looks like 1%. <laughs> oh, I yes. see that, yeah. It only has 1% alcohol. Yeah. You thought. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a very light IPA. It is. But yeah, man, this is this is Deep Elm IPA from Deep Elm Brewery. So, George, what do you think about it, man? Give it's me your honest good. opinion. It, I've had it before, and the memory of it isn't good. Like, when I think back Ooh, on it. Okay. Like, it's not something I want to get again. Yeah. But trying it right now, cold, fresh, like, it is pretty refreshing. Okay. The hops gives it a good taste where it isn't, nice. like, overbearing or, like, you have to struggle to drink right, it. Right, right. You know, you want to taste something good with it. Okay. So, overall, I would say it's a good seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Johnny, what do you think, man? Have you drank this before? I haven't drank this before, okay. but I've drank AP- IPAs, and it's kind of similar. Uh-huh. But this one tastes extra good because it's hot outside. Yeah, today. it is it very is hot. hot. Um, I mean, I feel like it would go good with wings right now, actually. Wings? <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. see that. I can oh, see that. Good. With, like, some buffalo buffalo, buffalo wings. Yeah, yeah. Spicy, spicy. Buffalo yeah wings. something spicy on Maybe it. Yeah, I can see that. But it's really refreshing. Too. Yeah. Really refreshing. Okay. Yeah. So I'm with you guys on that. It, it is refreshing. And like I said, I haven't drank this in a very, very long time. Drinking it again brings back good memories, not bad ones. But uh, but I'm like, you know what? This is this is actually really good. Will I drink it again? Uh, possibly. But it's not a beer that I would always drink, if that makes sense. It's like a right? situational beer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I also see this. Like, if you're at Deep uh, Ele- uh, Deep Ellen Brewery, you can yeah. get a half pour of this. It would be really enjoyable. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely give it a try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that we all said it there's one person in the room hasn't said you know what they feel so let me go ahead and introduce them uh welcome on to the show stefano 
What's up, guys? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Welcome to Bottom. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. It's, it's alright to be nervous. You won't be nervous in like the next 10 minutes. It'll be all right. <laughs> it's like, so, wait for the beer to yeah, kick in. Yeah, wait for the beer to kick in. Uh, but, uh, so for the people that don't know how you, you know, know you out there, uh, yeah, so your name's Stefano, man. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Stefano Manzano. Um, I'm just a dude that likes to do some crazy stuff here and there. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So what do you think about the beer? So you like to do crazy stuff. What do you think about the beer right now? I think that this is a this is not my cup of tea for sure. Okay. But as a person that's tried different IPAs that is not a fan of them, yeah. this is definitely probably my favorite IPA that I've tried. I've never tried this beer okay. before. Yeah. Um, this is definitely something that I can enjoy like on a hot summer day. Back today. Yeah, I want like a good like you know I, I want a good buzz and I don't want to yeah. drink too much right right this is definitely for that okay like, this okay. is definitely like a barbecue beer heck yeah so I, I, I like I like that I can like George said like I can taste the the hops in it everything uh -huh. that's supposed to be in it right but it's not overbearing it's not like right. overpowering my yeah. mouth and making it gross okay yes so definitely give this a try if you've never tried it before nice okay. I'm impressed yeah nice nice Hope you like it from the beer bottle. So yeah. <laughs> hey, we're about to get it in a beer funnel. It's so. good to know that <laughs> Dallas can make some good beers. Yeah, I mean, and, and like I told George, and you know, in some past episodes, it's like Dallas has really stepped up their game in breweries. Like, there's a lot of breweries being known out there. We looked it up, and there's some breweries that won awards. Uh, and yeah. So Dallas is really putting a name out there. So yeah, we got uh, two two breweries out there. Yeah. We got uh, Pericolas, Pericolas right? and uh, White Rock Brewery. Yeah, exactly. We still need to hit that up. We now. still need to go we there. And we still need to go to Pericolas again because we went there once, oh, and it was a great experience. Yeah, Pericolas is cool, man. But uh, like Dallas in general is just on the come up for a lot of things. I think so too. I think so too. It's but growing really, really fast. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Stop so. moving here. No. Yeah. Just, yeah. Don't move over here. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah. Uh, so uh, I know this wasn't your beer of choice for the show. I know we went out drinking last week, right? Yeah, it was last week. Went to another brewery and had some IPAs there. Uh, I hated that next day, but it was okay. It was fun. It was fun. But we. <laughs> talked about it and you're like you know what i want to bring on another beer uh if it's okay with you and i was like all right we're doing this mystery beer you're gonna drink it, and then what's your beer choice and then you hit me with your beer choice and uh we'll talk about it later on the show but uh you're currently drinking on it it right now yes, that's your favorite beer so don't say the name but what do you think this bail on my pa is compared to that beer you have in your hand the other one I just initially, of course, it's it's all like these are both situational beers, right? Yeah. Like one is definitely more like by the moment, and the other uh -huh. one's more of like a, you can come home and pick it out of your fridge, right? Yeah. So I mean, unless unless you're a person that is completely into IPAs, the beer that I chose is definitely just something more relaxed. I would say. Okay. It's the, like the best way I can put it. It's, uh -huh. it's more of a home feeling. Okay. And I think that's why I like it okay. so much. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of reminds me of like my my teenage years in Mexico. So Dope. Okay. That's why nice. I was like, I chose Dope. it. Because you were born and raised here or were you born and raised in Mexico? I was born and raised, well, I was born here, but I was raised in Mexico primarily. Okay. So, so it like connects to your roots in a way. Yeah, it connects to my right? roots. You know, it, it kind of like this is 
and I mean, well, we can talk about it more, you know, as we go on. But oh, yeah, this man. definitely feel wasn't free, a feel beer. Free. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, the, like, what I chose is definitely not a beer that, like, I got introduced with. Okay. Like, of course, in, in Mexico, you start off with, like, what you can get. That's right. cheap, right? Yeah. But, like, as I started getting older and I started becoming of, like, taste and I started taking, like, into consideration the taste of different beers. Right. For whatever reason, this beer just... It just it was good. It was good. It yeah. was good. It was easy to find where I was at in my uh -huh. region in Mexico um, In Guanajuato, so it's like central. Yeah, and we have I Mean we have like the the generic like Modelo factories and stuff in the right. area, yeah. right? So there's a lot of that going around, right, but right. this was just like a little bit different I was always attracted to the insignia on it. Yeah, um, something about it is just like it spoke to you. It just spoke to me, right? It's <laughs> yeah. like that that warrior that you know that that kind of like just represents our culture, yeah. And it just kind of ties into like what I want to do now as a person. It just yeah. kind of just like keep my culture alive, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool, man. And uh, touching base with warrior, you are a fighter, right? You're not you're not yes, professional, sir. right? You're, not professional. Um, I've been fighting, you know, my whole life. Yeah. Um, just because I, I guess I was always like bullied a little bit okay and so like i became a fighter pretty young yeah and yeah. i've always been in some sort of martial art and so this was one of the reasons that i chose this beer is just like if you look once you find out what this beer is and you look up the insignia yeah it, it'll, it'll it'll make sense right, it right. together. yeah because i keep looking at your cauliflower ear <laughs> <laughs> so, it's pretty gross right now it's pretty gross it's, it's so, so gross. I, I, like, I didn't notice it you didn't notice it yeah it's it's pretty for, gross. for the people that don't know what cauliflower ear is <laughs> look up randy couture and that's what i got going on with my ear right now yeah, it's, but it's, it's, a, it's the mark of a fighter mark of a fighter yeah it it's definitely, got that fighting spirit yeah <laughs> maybe i should have chose modelo yeah, yeah, for those with the yeah. fighting spirit, yeah. fighting spirit, and then they got the UFC yeah. commercials. They do, yeah. yeah. Why aren't yeah. you drinking Modelo? Yeah, why aren't you? What's wrong with you? I thought you nah, were so I'm not a fool. You're not a fool. <laughs> nah, I'm not that much of a fool. <laughs> nah, I mean Modelo, they made a lot of money sponsoring they UFC. Have, yeah, that helped them yeah. uh, get over Bud Light. They did. Yeah, that's what yeah. we yeah. spoke about it, right? They're, they're like number is it, one. Isn't Modelo the number one beer in America now? We're not in America, but it's not this year. Yeah, sales wise, yeah. Yeah, no, this year, yeah. Because uh, you know, you know the stuff that's going on. You know uh. Bud Light made their own grave. Okay. Yeah, they did. They dig a hole and they put soil on top of them. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but Modelo's yeah. happy. Modelo, Modelo's happy. Yeah, they're sponsoring a lot of fighting, a lot of boxing, a lot of good things out there too. So I think it's uh, it's funny how now nowadays, like in 2023, beer and fighting can like go kind of hand in hand. Oh yeah. But as a person that's been in like martial arts my whole life, yeah, it's always been frowned upon to be a fighter or a martial artist yeah. and to be drinking, right? Right. So I think it's kind of ironic that like it's it's turning it's starting to turn. It's kind of like a little bit more yeah. um, okay with people. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit okay to like kind of mesh the both of them together. Right. Right. And right. Um, I just think it's always been kind of dumb that like you can't be an athlete. Uh huh. Or you know, in my case. A fighter and not be able to like enjoy a beer or two, right? Right, right, yeah. So I, I, I definitely think that the marketing is there. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> yeah. you should be able to enjoy what you like, you know, yeah. whether you're you know fighting or you know you're a professional soccer player, basketball player. I For sure. I mean, I I'm, I'm sure you know you don't always want to commingle them, but I'm sure if, after a couple of beers you, you probably feel better taking a hit. 
Yeah. Probably not as bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely <laughs> vouch for that, dude. I think me and Johnny were talking about that before the show, and it's just like getting hit in the face while you're sober versus getting hit in the face while you've had a couple drinks. Big difference. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah. I'm sure. Really? Let's find out. Really? Let's find out. Johnny, just don't hit me back, Stefano. Johnny, are you please sober right now? Stefano, no, please don't hit George. Please don't mix with the I'll sue. I will put a lawsuit on you. It's like, Sir, said it was like, man, <laughs> my lawyer will. You will hear from my lawyer. <laughs> oh man, nah, don't don't go around punching people. Guys. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah do, don't do that. <laughs> Let's just try to find, uh, start a fight club. You and know? it's it's Texas. Uh, uh, no, nah, no fight clubs. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Johnny, just drink your beer. Just drink your beer. You're invited here to drink beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the beer. You can leave now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's, stage no, it's okay. <laughs> it's a bread. Yeah. So, like, have any of you guys um, ever dabbled with martial arts? Uh, I did a little bit of boxing growing up. My oh, dad yeah? taught me, and then you know, growing up. In a not safe neighborhood, my dad was like, "No." I've talked to your dad. Yeah, me and your, me and your dad, we can we can talk for a pretty good amount. Of yeah, time. <laughs> my my dad has stories, man. Yeah, stories here in Mexico and here in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he will be on the show eventually. Yeah, I do want to bring him on. Uh, he has like really good stories, you know, yeah. living in Mexico, living here in the U.S. and and it's great. But no, yeah, he uh, he did martial arts when he was younger. He was actually a luchador for about two years. Nice. Like, like he, yeah, he was yeah. telling me about it in yeah. one of our conversations. Yeah. <laughs> so he was big on that, and uh, he taught me boxing a little bit. But then he, I guess he saw what I can do with it, and then he was like, no. No? Yeah, he's like, no, we're done. You know, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I definitely, uh-huh. I think it's, uh, it's just like with drinking, right? It's just like, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's It's not, like there's yeah. people that should not be drinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's also people that maybe like... Should be drinking. Training them and... Oh, yeah, training them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, training them. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, George? Did, did you do... I know you skated and then you like basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. and uh, MMA, I've been meaning to make an appointment for like three years now to get my first free class. You should, yeah. man, you should. Stefano, Stefano talks about it and I mean, it seems great. It seems like a good way to get active. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, you know, like when you do like skateboarding and do other things it's kind of like an individual sport you know it's nice to get competitive with others yeah it's it's definitely like and then like for the people that don't exactly know me or know like what sport i'm talking about like right now i just practice jujitsu yeah like i'm just it's purely grappling um i got my leg broken and after that like i just haven't really dabbled with any striking but definitely jujitsu is something i've talked to george about um it's definitely like a great community just how like the beer community is right yeah. it's it's very open and very accepting and it's just a good sport to try for everybody right like right. i definitely recommend george you know to give it a shot whenever you can you know johnny you as well yeah um i think i've tried to convince you yeah <laughs> yeah since i've uh, known you because yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh when we, you introduced me to the gym where you yeah. still attend and it's a jiu-jitsu gym slash strength training gym right yeah. so you can go out and uh work out squat deadlift and they got really really good machines uh really good really good gym overall people are nice yeah uh one thing i uh one of the first things i liked is that when the third time i went i went by myself i became a member and uh i went by myself and there was this the biggest guy in the gym right he came up to me and he's like you're hey, new up? here yeah hey you're new here right and i'm like yeah yeah i just signed up he's like welcome <laughs> and it was like the 
big he looked like a viking almost without the beard yeah and big old dude but he was very friendly every time <laughs> i say i'll say what's up to him yeah and then the gym manager same thing man he has a he has a tundra and i have a tacoma so he just started talking and then yeah up, we right? just yeah we started talking about toyotas and he's all into off-road and camping and so am i so we you know we yeah. became friends instantly but good gym good people you try to convince me to do jujitsu and i yeah. thought about it for like a couple seconds and i would i remember i would go to the gym a little bit late and yeah. see like you guys rappling yeah, and stuff and then yeah and i was like oh man i don't know like i was <laughs> i was like maybe like there was a couple times where you were like yeah, at that doorstep bro, i was and you were like yeah. ready to do it and then yeah you backed up, it's right? like uh it was a ding dong ditch you know <laughs> right yeah. the and i ran you know so, just, just uh, yeah i was almost <laughs> i was almost in but i ended up not so uh it, it was good it was good but uh yeah man george you should really give it a try yeah i, think. I want to i've been meaning yeah. to just I made an appointment once. And I had to reschedule. And then you didn't show up. It's like, oh, no, I got to reschedule it for three That's years from funny. now. And it's like, uh, we you know, if you, if you want to know what Jim we're talking about, like, give Eric a DM or, you know, DM me and we'll, we'll talk to you about it. But yeah. it's definitely a good gym to try. It's it in the DFW gym. area. It's in Dallas specifically. So yep. it's a good gym. It and is. it's, it's, it's just a good community. Right? Yeah, it is. Just it is. like, you know, it's like, you, it's another family that you build. Yeah. So yeah. definitely give it a try if you yeah. think about it i met i met a, a good friend of mine uh we don't speak anymore but uh for reasons uh he moved out of state and stuff like that so we don't have communication like that one of the things he told me he's the one that got me into going to the gym yeah and strength training and stuff like that one of the things he told me he's like the biggest dudes at the gym will always be the nicest, the nicest people. guys yeah. yeah for sure he's like they have no egos or if they do it's very small but they put it away yeah and and they're there same reason you're there to get strong yeah just, just like to there. like get better right yeah so like yeah. T- tell me this right you being uh, a person that primarily focuses on on lifting heavy shit yeah well not you, as much but yeah. have you ever <laughs> tried to drink your carbs right through a beer and lift like there's people that do that have you ever tried it? man you know nick asked me that last episode <laughs> for and, real? yeah he did ask me that he's like hey man is it true like people drink beer like right before they go work out yeah well yeah yeah, yeah. for sure and i told him i was like uh, i don't know anyone that has done it i'm like i know people have certain routines and stuff like that yeah. i don't take pre-workout and eat anything if i do it's excuse me if I do, it's like a peanut butter jelly sandwich or yeah, peanut butter yeah, crackers. Just uh, something for like yeah, quick something, fuel. Yeah. Uh, but no, I never tried it. I kind of want to try it though. Yeah, it, it, it sounds good. Like maybe if there was like a drink that had like alcohol and like an energy drink. Yeah. Like, maybe two other <laughs> Before ingredients. Loco, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, loco. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah. We're going to start a before, trend yeah. of smashing a four Loco before well, I mean, what, 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 what do you think would be like a good energy alcoholic beverage like you? What do you think? Kind of vodka uh, Red Bull. There's already vodka right. Red Bull. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that is vodka Red Bull. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Maybe like instead of red uh, vodka, I mean vodka Red Bull and mm-hmm. Celsius. Red Bull. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Celsius and tequila. Oh. <laughs> is that you know a thing? What? I don't know. Oh, that sounds you know good. What? I was gonna say yeah. That sounds they have good. Flavored Celsius. Yeah. Okay. What about that? They have that orange Celsius with with champagne. Oh, bro. Well, I mean, it kind of ties into like, <laughs> remember when we used to ride bikes, like yeah. quarantine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like, we would smash some beers. Hey, you don't have a bike, bro. You, you need, need to get a bike. George, you, you need to get a bike. bike. You really need to get a bike. George, you know how to ride a bike? Yeah. No, I know how to ride a bike. I have a dad. Yeah. 
Sorry, guys. Wow. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry for any of the, you guys out there. He does have a dad. Might not have a, a bike. And wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, you don't have a bike? I don't have neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnny. No. It's okay. It's okay. You brought us beer. So we still like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still like yeah. you. Okay? You have friends. Yeah, you have friends. We'll be That's your dad. We'll, <laughs> we'll teach you how to ride a bike, bro. So, so you know, I already know how to ride a bike. Bro. So you know what's funny, man, about Four Loco, how we mentioned it earlier? Mm -hmm. Is yeah. that Four Loco used to have caffeine in it. But remember, it, it was circa, it circa 2010, a lot of people started passing away from it. Oh, Yeah, but what are they doing to die from Four Locos? Exactly. How many are they drinking? exhaustion, maybe? Bro, I, like, I don't know. Well, think about it like this. If they don't have a healthy living, right? They're uh, eating like crap. And then a lot of caffeine in your body accelerates your heart. Let's and just say you're sitting on the couch. And you're just thing. sitting on a couch or you're chilling, you know. And, and So you, there was other factors that led up to this I'm, death. Yes, I'm pretty sure about that. But yeah, they, they uh, took away the caffeine and a lot of other ingredients out of Four Loco. So. Uh, and this was Sad. circa 2010. So Four yeah. Loco could have been a pre-workout drink. <laughs> It could have, but we could have started something, but not anymore. Not but isn't there other energy drinks out there that are putting alcohol in their drinks too? Like Bang, doesn't Bang have like something? Oh, oh Bang does oh, have one, do. but it doesn't yeah. have caffeine. It's just a seltzer. Yeah, look it up. It's just a Bang, Bang seltzer. Yeah, because because for local, yeah, like I said, it was, it was caffeine and alcohol. So, so it's just a Bang just has a hard seltzer. Yeah, they yeah. just have a hard seltzer. Okay, so what is it? A uh, just add some freaking pre-workout to it, dude. Okay, oh, man. But it still has alcohol. But it, it tastes like Frosé Rosé, yeah. but it's caffeine-free. Yeah, see? Yeah, I was going to say, because caffeine okay, so and alcohol, I don't think it's a good mix, man. Oh, no, 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 it is a good mix. <laughs> it is a good mix. Is it? Yeah. Ooh, I don't it's a know. good mix if you're trying to party, right? Yeah, yeah you're trying I guess to party. so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like 2 a.m. and then you're still trying to hit a Waffle House? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess so, yeah, but I don't your, know, man. Um, stereo live. You're a little... <laughs> just trying to go through it? You're a little, you're a little too scared to, <laughs> to, you know... Yeah, so what, can you take that bang of hard seltzer to the gym? I mean... I mean, it's not like people are reading labels. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, just, I, it's just a Celsius. I would like look at it, nod, and then continue my workout on my own. Just mind my business. Yeah, mind my business. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just mind know? my business. I'm going to say that's what's up. And Is that a pina away. colada just, one? It doesn't sound bad. Pina colada? I actually really like pina colada. That hard tea one doesn't sound bad, dude. It's just like a, like a sweet tea, isn't it? They have hard tea called... Oh, they have a hard tea. Look, it's a different it's a different selection. Hard tea, strawberry blast, pina colada, and froze rose. So. No way, it's just one of those seltzers. Look, press hard tea right there. Press hard tea. Oh I'm sorry, oh. Oh, no. oh no there. Okay. So there's a hard seltzer uh -huh. category, then there's a hard tea category. Dang. So you get raging raspberry hibiscus. That sounds very good. And that sounds it's got that electrolytes, very good. bro. Superb sweet tea, blackberry blitz. I'm gonna start working out. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm come to my gym. Where do you Where do you go to? Uh, I go to a local gym now. It's, it's similar to the one uh, Stefano and I used to, or I used to. Attend no with. fighting though. But yeah, there's no fighting. It's strictly just strength nice. training. They had the 2022 Ronnie Coleman uh, competition. Oh, I've been in there. So, yeah, so people that don't know Ronnie Coleman, yeah, buddy. That guy, that, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah that guy. Yeah, he's natty. Yeah, he is not natty. No, huh? <laughs> no, he he, not. he confessed he was never natty. Okay. <laughs> so, and yeah. just because I'm not sure what natty means, I just mean natural. Nat oh, yeah, right? nat natural. natty means okay. natural. You're all natural, so you don't you, you take uh, over the counter like antibiotics and stuff like that, or it's just like regular or, supplements. Yeah, regular supplements. So you know your BCAAs, your protein, your creatine, stuff like that. 
Um, but then there's like your TRT. But then there's other people that are <laughs> not nanny. TNT, CBS. All your T's. All your T's. All your T's pretty much. So, yeah. But so Celsius has 200 milligrams of caffeine. That's the perfect amount right there. Bang has 300. And mix that with alcohol. I can see why people were dying, bro. I almost died. Okay, but okay. So that is like. Okay, you're not drinking one mixed drink of this. You're probably drinking a, a bunch of these to die. Ah, no, 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 no. I don't know. Bangs don't think... are hard. Bangs are. Hard. I only drink one, uh-huh. and that's it. Had me like. Was my it heart just a regular? Bang? Just a regular bang, and uh, it was not good. But, well, do you drink energy drinks? In so general? what did you do? Are you a caffeine-consuming really. person? That's where you fucked no, up. No, no. I mean, I I did. I drink a lot of coffee. Well, coffee, coffee doesn't have as much caffeine. Yeah. I didn't drink Red Bull and stuff like that, but okay, like no, the bangs, yeah, like yeah. I tried to like up my game so I could stay up. Yeah. So wait, what, were you, what was the job? reason you took the bang just to stay up stay, that night? Because I had a night job. I, I was oh, okay, okay. Gra- uh, graveyard mm. shift, yeah, and I had to like stay up for like twelve hours. So yeah, I tried it, but that was horrible. Ooh. Yeah, that you probably just needed a rest. You know, it, no, no, no. It, it, it just depends. Well, on you know the what? You know, you're you're right, probably because. I only slept like four hours. Yeah, see, that's what it was. Yeah, man, because if you're not rested and you try to drinking caffeine, two things can happen. You either get a really, really fast heart rate or you get sleepy. Yeah. So it's and usually crash and crash, which is horrible, man. It's horrible. I've been there. Trust me. Uh, but uh, say we take a break real quick and go check another beer. Yeah, down? let's do it. Things are good stuff. I'm kind of scared. Let's do it. Don't be scared. It's okay. <laughs> Let's take 10, guys. <laughs> we'll be back. And we're back. All right. Uh, that beer chug was really good. Everybody Woo. good? Everybody good? I think everybody's in it now. No, I, I think, think I don't think anybody's nervous right now. I think nah. we're all good right now. Oh, yeah. Those beer good. chugs have a yeah. lot. I think we're nice and loose. Uh, Dude, man, those beer chugs do get to you. And they, the hot They loosen up the tongue. The hot Cheetos with the pickles. Smash. With the pickles, right? Smack, smack, smack. So, smack. so yeah. little, little off topic. Best made pickles. Best pickles best, ever. Best pickles. But get the sea salt. Oh. Wait, best made pickles with sea salt in the jar? In the jar, yeah, yeah. Like so best, best made is a brand. They're here in Fort Worth, by yeah. the way. Uh, but make sure they're seasoned or, I guess, salted with sea salt. That's the, the ones you guys tried. There's a pickle beer? Yeah. Oh, they do have a pickle beer. Martin House. Martin House. Well, Martin House. Martin House. Martin House. But they, uh, those we'll pickles, those nah, pickles, good, bro. It's those good. pickles I don't are like A1, bro. Already, Probably the best pickles I've tried. Have you ever had pickle beer? I've had pickle salt, and that's what I like. No, but no, I don't no, like no, no, beer. No. Is that good? Right, have you, you haven't tried it. Oh, have you had a Jameson pickleback shot? Yes, he has. Uh, yes, you have. Yes, you have, yes, have motherfucker. We bought you one. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. We've gotten them at, at uh, A-Bell's yeah, plenty we got of times. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. had that. You've had if you haven't, we'll get one after this. You know what? Just to make sure you did. I'll get you some best-made pickle beer. Best man. Actually, yeah, hey, could you, do you have vodka in on your shelf? I do have vodka. No, no, I do not have vodka. Wait, I do, but it's not like good. Oh, vodka. Do you have Jameson? It's not good. I have Jameson. Yeah, he does. Have yeah, pickle juice. And I do. Yes, he juice. does. You have actual pickle juice. <laughs> okay, so Ooh. on the next break, we'll take a shot. Okay, that does sound fun. Yeah, we'll let's do it. And yeah, yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, it's also my favorite. Yeah, I almost want to take a break right now. All right, guys, Johnny, go get it. 
<laughs> we'll do it. I'm down. We'll be right back. It's actually one of my favorite shots as well. It is I, one of my favorite shots. I really do like it. Old reliable. I think old reliable. I, old reliable. Exactly. I think old reliable. I think I, uh, I have shot glasses, so we can we can make it happen. We'll, we'll make we it work. We should have put that on the registry list for your homecoming. <laughs> for your shot house on the pink shot. Yes. Yes. Hey, did y'all know that these red cups, like they actually like that first line is for a shot? Uh, it's for solo. That's a big cups. shot. Solo cup. Which line? It's a solo cup. Yeah, these are Dixie cups. Yeah, these are Dixie cups. I was like, wait, this doesn't seem very. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's a big shot. No, but the solo cups right there. I get yeah, it. They yeah, have yeah. the first yeah. line. The shot moves around. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I know no, what you mean, though. I've seen it's it. It's a solo cups. Yeah, these are Dixie cups, so. Yeah, drinking liquor from a solo cup. Ooh. Getting your Luke Bryan on. Push some sugar. But you know what? Hennessy in a martini club. A martini cup with a little dash of lemon juice. Okay. Shout out to Playboy. Okay. You were talking about this earlier. (laughs) So go ahead and fill the audience in. Okay. So the other day, let's say, I don't even remember, maybe within the last three podcasts. Something like that. I was on eBay and I was, and um, Johnny had brought up Playboy. So I looked up Playboys on eBay and there was an auction for 12 Mag- all of 1995, the year most of my friends were born, right? For five bucks, and I was like, "Oh, I'll put a, t- I'll put an auction in five bucks." Yeah, I'm probably someone's gonna outbid me, right? Yeah. And a couple of days later, it's like, "Congratulations, you, <laughs> you won the bid." <laughs> and I'm like, "Nice, twelve magazines for five bucks." And uh, then they ship them to my house, yeah. and I have them, and uh, and I'm looking through them, and I see, I'm looking through one, one, through okay. one, yeah. Yeah. one. Uh-huh. And then I see at the very back it has a Hennessy advertisement. Not a lot of beer. Yeah. Not a lot of beer. Just liquor. I saw Hennessy had a. Uh-huh. It was Hennessy in a little martini cup. The ones that kind of flare up at the top, yes, like a yes, little yes, fancy. Yes. Had a little lemon wedge on the inside. Okay. Hennessy, some lime juice. It gives it like this nice bright orange color. Oh. And I was cool. like, that looks nice on the counter table yeah. when you have a date over. And yeah. they're like, what are you drinking? Hennessy, Henny. baby. <laughs> Henny. Henny. The Henny. And that is how George will, yeah. will get his next girlfriend. Yeah. So I was like, what, what are you drinking? Is that some Henny? And some Henny and some lime juice. Yeah, no, I, I'll bring some Henny over. I'm sure you'll hold on to it for a while. Oh, I will. It will be on the shelf. Is there, uh, does your space yeah, have, does your fridge have space for some rumple? Uh, George, you know what? I will, make, I, I will move my broccoli, my frozen broccoli over for you. For the rumple. Just you know for that rumple. Ozzy, I put uh, Ozzy, he was on episode two and three. Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah. Three. I had some rumple ones and I put it in his fridge. He was so nice that he left it there for three years without even Three years, it. yeah. Yeah. Maybe two I, or three, yeah. I want to say it was a little bit more than three years. But, <laughs> but he never opened it. He never even moved it. He didn't even touch it, bro. It was it like had, he didn't even live there. It had, yeah. the, it had <laughs> the ring around it. Yeah, it had the it ring around it. the ring around it. It had little ice particles around it where it, had, it just froze there on the but glass. But it was good. When we opened it up, it was nice. It yeah. was nice good three fresh, years, right? fresh. Fermented. Oh, man. I think that night, I got wasted off of that, You know what? Fuck, I could probably bad. buy another one, keep it in there for another five years. Okay, George, hey, y'all, y'all remember, <laughs> break in my fridge. <laughs> y'all, y'all remember the Halloween party at Ozzy's, bro? Which one? The, the, the most recent one. Bro. I remember that one. Oh, yes. The most recent one? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Oh, that was crazy. Well, that, that was a crazy was, night. That was a good night. What were you? What were you as? as he was a prisoner. He was an ex con. I was an ex con. Yeah, ex con. That's what I remember. I was Joker. What were you? I was the guy from the fair. 
Oh, you were Big Tex. Oh, Big Tex. They got burned. He was Big Tex. R.I.P. OG Big Tex. Yeah, seriously, man. Smoking kills. Good times at Aussies. Good times at Aussies. Good times. Yeah. Also, your house, George. Yeah, can't wait for the next party, Ozzy. Yeah. Hey, Ozzy, if you're listening, which I know you are, when's the next Halloween party? When's the next party, Yeah, no, and como quince de ruby. Todos están invitados. Yes, yes. Hit the DMs, guys. Uh, we'll send you the address. Yeah, looking for the. It's going to be on Craigslist. Yes, it will be on Craigslist. Do people still use Craigslist? I that's use Craigslist. That's old. I sometimes I used to get on uh, free just to see what like people like, what's on there. Well, yeah, no, just to see good. what's on there. It gets updated pretty good. On yeah, there. yeah. But uh, no, I have a friend Johnny's three uh-huh. or four years older than us, so he missed the wave of like buying a used car on Craigslist. Oh. Because a lot of old heads used Craigslist, and I, I Dude, think a lot of old heads still do. I picked up a 1999 Honda Civic EX. Off the, the silver Christmas. one. Yes, the silver one. Standard transmission. <laughs> yes, yes. Stock radio. Yes, stock radio. I don't know which one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, guys, back to beer talk. Enough BS, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so, Stefano, you, you know, when we spoke, I spoke about this earlier. I was like, what's your favorite beer? What beer you want to bring on? You're like, well, I like one beer. Can you find it? I was like, oh, dude. I can find it. I can find it. Thanks. I had to. Uh, I had to go through some uh, some hoops, some hoops, and some people, but I was able to get a six pack of it. So uh, here we are, and the beer is Indio. Indio means uh, I don't know what is, what is directly translated as Indian. Indian, right? Yeah, pretty much. Native. Yeah, I mean, uh, Mexico yeah. has had a long history of having Indian natives on their land that they oh, just yeah. were able to push out, yeah. but not have a lot of uh, light on them like the U.S. did. Exactly. Yeah. Like actually, like the my main village that I'm from is called uh, Matewala. Right. And actually, that name, uh, the origin is actually pronounced Metewala, which actually means mm-hmm. go back to where you came from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Metewala, which means Damn, yeah. Yeah. go back to where you came yeah, from. get out of here. When, when, when we heard it, we're like, okay, that's yeah. the name of the town. Right, okay, right, cool. Right, right. Yeah. That's so cool. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. And get out of here. That is cool, bro. That is cool. Fun fact of the day. Fun fact of the day, yeah. Out of here. Yeah. That's why even in Mexico, there's always like kind yeah. of the bias against Indians. Like uh-huh. Mexicans can still have some sort of you know, uh, like, not racism, but they have a uh, they have like a stigma, right? A stigma, yeah. Against yeah. Indios, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I. Uh, and which I, which isn't made better with Mexicans are so good at joking about everything. Oh yeah, oh everything. yeah, dude. Everything. It's yeah. like you, you yes. quieres un albur or quieres fucking you know. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll go yeah. on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like my my dad, uh, my grandma, and or his parents, my grandma, grandparent, or granddad. There we go. They were full on natives, you know, hundred percent. They grew up in a tribe and you know, my grandma, uh, she, you know, traditional ponytails, you know, dark skin as well, just like I am kind of. And so I carry that on myself as well. So this, you know, they were full on tribes and you know, they moved to Mexico city uh, cause they were from the state of Hidalgo and Hidalgo, if you know, it's very indigenous, right? There's a lot of tribes there. Uh, one of the tribes is Otomi, which are known as like Nanyu. And so I carry that bloodstream through me. So like me as an adult now, like I have a couple books behind you, George, actually about that. And uh, they were sent for me from my aunt, who is a professor over in Pachuca. So our university in Pachuca. And uh, she sent over those books. And, you know, because I reached out to her. That's when I had a Facebook. I reached out to her and I was like, hey, can you send me some books? You know, I want a little know a little bit about my past, stuff like that. Because growing up, they told me certain things. Right. And it would speak to me in this, you know, this tongue that I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And now I know what it is, thankfully. And, um, but yeah, no, no, I know exactly what you mean. But uh, yeah, the beer Indio, Indian, right? 
uh, as Stefano mentioned earlier, it has a uh, a warrior on it, right? An a traditional Aztec Mexican warrior. Mayan Aztec. It looks more like Aztec due to the feathers and the shield. Uh, and it says Echo in Mexico, green label. It's a sticker, right? It's not like, uh, what, what was that beer? Victoria. Before? It's like Victoria, bro. It's not painted on here. It's a sticker. It's a decal. Uh, and again, this is more mostly known in Mexico, not really in the U.S. But it's making its way over here. It could it be is. a little bit more I feel. Yeah. I feel like... You can go to Fuel City near downtown and find it. Yes. Or... You can go to Almas Rotas in Fair uh-huh. Park and yeah. Yeah, find and it there, it. too. Yeah. You know where I found it, man? Uh, I found it in Oak Cliff. There's a little corner store off Davis and Tyler. And they have, uh, they always have, like, two six-packs in stock all the time. And that's actually where I went in and I actually grabbed it. So that one, does it say 18 plus or does it have... No, this is no, this is no, not imported. This is a this fully is American so where is it version. So this see? gets probably bottled here. I'll tell you right now. It's probably Chicago. I'm not going to lie. Uh, da, 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 let me see. White Plains, New York. So it's it's bottled in White Plains, New York. But it's still Mexican. It comes from the Cerveceria Mexicana. Imported, but it does get uh, bottled here. In New York. Bottom of New York, and then it makes its way yeah. back. So it goes up north and then back south. And yep. So it's probably not going to have the same taste that it, that it does over in Mexico. Obviously. I was going to say that. I was like, this doesn't taste like the Indio from my, my... Back home. Yeah, from back home. Yeah. Like, this is... It, it's... It's not as crisp. Like, right. it's a little smoother, but it's yeah. not as crisp. I feel right. like I remember it being a lot crisper. Right, right. You know, we'll, we'll probably do an episode where mm-hmm. I'll probably we'll bring some from Mexico. Because I actually, be good. I was actually, this past week, I actually drank maybe four of these Indios that my family brought from Mexico. Just oh, yeah? As extra beers I had uh-huh. in, a, in a cooler they brought. And um, it wasn't, it was good. It was refreshing. Yeah. It was a little strong. Yeah. The aftertaste, kind of that bitterness uh-huh. was a little overpowering, but yeah. it wasn't a bad beer. Yeah. One of the things that a lot of people talk about, like uh, US News actually did a report on Mexican beers. This is one of them, uh, including Dos X Modelo. And one thing they did is that it has that aftertaste that's really malty. And it really does have a malty taste. The other thing they mentioned was a caramel taste at the end. Uh, which a lot of beers and a lot of actually a lot of tequila and a lot of whiskey do have that that caramel aftertaste of it so this is one of those beers but uh a little backstory on this beer so this beer has been around since the beginning of the 20th century it's first brew so it first got brewed in 1893 and it is by wilhelm haus which is a German, right? <laughs> he was a German immigrant, and guess where he was located? Mexico. Mexico. He was in Mexico, nice. right? Uh, and he founded the Cuauhtémoc Brewery in the city of Monterrey, Mexico. Dang. So this brewery started in, in 1893 in Monterrey. In, in Monterrey, yeah. yeah. And this is Mexico, so this is a little bit different, right? Uh, but uh, it did become, you know, Indio beer. Uh, and it just became because he... Walked around the city and he saw a lot of Indios, Indians, indigenous. And he's like, you know what? Uh, These people are surrounded by me, so I'm going to make a beer that's named for them. That's named. Yeah. And so this is also considered a Oktoberfest beer, by the way. And that's because of the malty, the dark color, amber of it, right? It it is considered a, here, let me tell you right now, it is considered a lager, right? But it's considered a dark lager. Uh, Again, just by the color of it. And that's why it's considered an Oktoberfest beer. Yeah. So, uh, that's a little backstory on it. Uh, alcohol percentage is right at 5%. Nice. So, it's not 4.8, 4.8. It's right at 5%. Per- right at 5%, five. yeah. 
So it's and a solid so, beer. It's a solid beer. It's a good like like you said. It's a good like barbecue. It's a, it's a full beer. It's a full it's, beer. It's something yes. that like you you definitely like don't want to have it after like a heavy meal. Oh no, you don't want to no. pair it with anything too heavy. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and then tying it back to like my region of Mexico, like. Uh-huh. Of course, like the cheapest thing you can get out there is probably Vicky's, right? Victoria. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Carta Blanca. Carta Carta I was gonna Blanca. say Carta Blanca is up there as well. You know where Vicky's. Victoria's, and yeah. now, nowadays, just because in my like actual like town we have a Modelo like mm-hmm. packaging cerveceria. Okay. Um, Modelo Oro is like all that moves through like my little town. Oh okay. And so like Indio just kind of sticks out, you know, mm-hmm. like it yeah. just when you go to like the the little bars and stuff that they got yeah. in in San Felipe, uh, Guanajuato. Yeah. It's just like you see the Indio bottle and uh-huh. it just kind of sticks out compared yeah. to everything else. I mean, because so. it's a dark bottle, right? Yeah, it's so, a dark bottle. So it's a traditional green. dark brown bottle, but the label itself, I think it's what sticks out, right? It says Indio in bold letters. You got an Aztec warrior. Uh, what, what, what we call it, like an emblem, right? Right behind them. Yeah, it just almost looks like a calendar. Yeah, almost it's like not. the acid calendar, right? And, and it just sticks out. Yeah, because every time I gone to Mexico, right? And last time I was out there, I was in, in Mazatlan. Everything yeah. was Pacifico, Pacifico. Yeah. But then you saw Indio. And, and it's, like, it stuck out. Yeah. It, it just stuck out because of the label. I think that's a big, big thing on it. And what's and the alcohol content on that? Uh, 5%. 5%. 5%. Okay. Yeah, 5%. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It holds up. It's not like a light beer, you know, it holds up for what it is. So. Uh, again, I'm I always been a fan of it. Uh, some people don't like it again from the malty, uh, the the malty after taste of it. But I do I do I do go with you. It does taste different from Mexico. Yeah, it definitely feels like fuller. Yeah. It feels maltier, as you're saying. It's it's definitely not the same one, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's still it's still a good beer. I feel like yeah, it's you're drinking an Indio and like George said earlier, it's working its way up north. Yeah. And then it's coming back down yeah. south. You know, so there's so, a lot of Yeah, temperature change, you know, how long has this been brewed? I mean it probably got brewed last month. Probably. You know, you know and it made its way over here. So And then if I if I'm not mistaken, I think this was also like not to bring up like specific names, but there's a certain YouTube channel that did like a review on this oh yeah so i feel like after after that yeah i feel like maybe the american version maybe took off a little bit more okay and maybe that's why like as george mentioned earlier it's you can find it like at fuel city and stuff around in in the area because it's just it kind of made it a little bit more popular yeah it became it became more local. yeah it became more trendy okay in a sense it's kind of like a and now it even though like to me this holds like a uh special place in your heart and not only a special place in my heart but like it kind of like it, it it helps kind of put a beer like not a beer but like an image yeah. towards my culture okay and, okay and now it just kind of made it, it kind of just made it yeah into the mainstream right that's kind of like you. a hyped up like oh you want to be Trendy. Trendy and drink Mexican beer, yeah. get Indio. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Low okay. key beer that <laughs> low key, yeah. nobody doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Be, a yeah. <laughs> yeah be a hipster. Yeah, be a hipster. Be a hipster. Yeah, be a hipster. Yeah, be a hipster. Yeah, or you could be a native American and get an Indio. Oh, yeah. My yeah. sweet. I think, yeah. I think that's offensive to them, but I, I can, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah. Probably just a different tribe. It's yeah. like, my neighbor. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it goes with like Mexican and. Calling a Mexican Salvadorian and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I, dude, I uh, so one of my coworkers is Salvadorian, but he's like, you talk to him Mexican, because he's always worked with Mexicans with Mexican, and, and so raised like, with he, Mexicans. He, yeah, he got yeah, that accent. But do you hear him talking Spanish? 
Salvadoran comes out. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's just funny, man. It's just uh, funny. But uh, he knows all the pupusa spots. I, I give him that. So. No, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I had some pupusas before I got here. So oh, yeah, how were they, good. man? They're they're very good, man. Yeah. I'd get. I should have texted the chef. You so, should have. Yeah, you my should've. compliments to the chef. There you go. So, but uh, Stefano, so th- this beer, you really like it, right? When was the first time you drank the beer, man? Uh, like beer in general, or just the beer in itself? Like uh, I guess the, the last, the last, I guess the last memory you have of your first beer, and what was it? The last memory I have of your first beer. of my first beer is probably shit like somewhere maybe like circa me sixteen years old. What was it in Mexico? It was probably Vicky's. Victoria. Victoria. Okay. Like a like a twenty four pack of Victoria, yeah. like at, like in a random ass field in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like oh Chilling. hey, let's go get like let's go get drunk, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. um that's that's like my my most fresh first beer memories. Okay. It's like right being like around that fifteen, sixteen. Drink and out. I mean in Mexico it's it's completely acceptable, right? Oh, like, dude, I it's feel like sh- man, yeah. At yeah. sixteen years old in certain regions of Mexico, you can probably walk into like a full on like bar. Oh yeah. And they'll serve you. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no questions yeah. or like walk in with or butts, that right? Chest. Yeah. <laughs> just walking yeah. just walking yeah. confident and they're gonna serve you up, right? They're gonna give you a beer. <laughs> and I think I remember that's that's what I remember, bro. I remember like going to like the, the cerveceria yeah. and like being like, Hey, can we get a twenty four pack of Vicky's? And then being like, yeah, sure. We got you. (laughs) We got you. How long has it been since you've been to Mexico? Dude, the last time I went to Mexico was actually last year. And it's uh, because I broke my leg. So oh, nice. yeah, I broke. So I, you only go there when you need something. I only go there when I need something. Yeah, hey, cheap healthcare, wow. bro. Yeah, I was gonna say cheap healthcare. Wow, that is true. That is Americans are catching up, man. Americans <laughs> are catching up. Hey, on dude, that. I went. I went to Mexico. Uh-huh. Got got looked at, and you know. I, I'm, I'm just gonna call it serviced yeah by like an elite level you know uh, chiropractic surgeon oh, wow. that worked for like in in the that like he like this is coming from him he was yeah. like he's a young guy yeah, probably yeah. like early 30s and he's like yeah I just I just came from Mexico the FA I was working with the selección mexicana oh and so cool. he was like he was like all about like you know health and getting health you getting me back to like the That's sport dope. And so, like, it was, it was just a good experience overall, yeah. right? And it just, it just kind of puts it on the map that uh-huh. like Mexico is not only good for beer, but maybe their healthcare. <laughs> yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah. Kind of up that, there. It's right? cheaper. Yeah. I think in 2020, I went actually down to Morelia uh-huh. and yeah. actually rented out an Airbnb for maybe like three days, nice. and I missed out on it. So I, was, I just couldn't go. Yeah, and I canceled it after my uh after i was supposed to check in okay but i had a friend that was a doctor in morelia and he's like mm-hmm. oh i could write you a prescription say you had covid and i'm like thanks man the Dang healthcare bro. here is amazing full refund no i re- i remember i was out in durango sorry chase <laughs> i remember i remember i was out in durango uh one year right before what was it like 2018 december 2018 yeah. And I want to say I got the first, I was one of the first people to get COVID before Ooh. COVID became yeah, a thing. COVID was oh, like because it was like a cold and a flu, but it was it was horrible, man. Yeah. It was horrible. Horrible cough. I felt like crap. So I was like, this is not a flu yeah. or something. I don't know, man. It was and weird. Right? It was very weird. And I went to this doctor in a little, in downtown Durango, but he was like off a corner, like sketchy looking medical office. 
And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm over here judging. Like, this is Mexico. Like, I know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, you know, I walk in and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to give you some prescription. Like, eat, uh, what do you say? Eat two oranges a day. And I'm like, he's like, one in the morning, one in the evening. And I'm like, all right, got it. Yeah. Dude, a week later, on my feet. Better. Better. Wow. And the antibiotics, you know what they were? It was uh, vitamin B, B12, I think. Just a fucking just B12. a vitamin. B12 just, vitamin. Yeah, yeah, it was B12 just a, shot. Yeah, it was B12 vitamin, like a giant horse pill, and then it was just like eat oranges, you know. And, and I was like, dude, yeah, a week like later, and I was C, good. Yeah, it almost sounds like a shortcut. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> shoot. And so, and then yeah, a week later, I'm back in the states, and dude, I'm like 100. I'm 100, percent and I I am pretty sure that was COVID. I yeah, pretty, because he was like, it's a flu. But it's a strong flu, so you strong. might have a virus. But he, even he wasn't sure about he it. He was like... Yeah, he was like working. And this, this man actually ended up passing away like a year later from COVID. Dang. Ooh. So I was like, okay, I didn't give it to him. <laughs> <You know>? but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, he passed away a year later from COVID. And, and it was unfortunate right. because, like I said, he was like one of those like doctors that like they know what they're doing. They know what's going on because, you know, they've been in the field for so yeah, long. Yeah, they can see yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, it, it was it was it was an experience. I tell you that much. But that's one thing I love about Mexico, man. So it's just completely like a lot of things in Mexico are just under the radar, right? Like a lot of you, things. You you think that it's just another like third world country, but yeah. no, it's just like culturally and they're growing. They're, they're growing. Just, yeah, they're just. I was about to say that. Yeah, like um, I know George, you travel out out there, and and you mentioned a lot. Like Mexico has changed completely. Yeah, I used to go maybe once a month during the pandemic, right? And I think recently, me, Johnny, and another friend went to Monterrey back in October of twenty, and back in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, being in Monterrey, that city is you. You dr- I drive by it, and uh-huh. it looks like a village. Right. When you go in there, you see it's a whole city. It's, it's bigger than it's Dallas. Like, yeah, I was gonna it's say it's like being in the United yeah. States, right? And it's completely modern too. Yeah, modern. It's just like, yeah. We actually went in March. It wasn't October. Was uh Real Real de Catorce. Well, you don't sound too yeah. sure there. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm sure. I'm sure. Martin, Johnny, are you Martin? drunk? Are you are drunk sure right about now? that? Okay, you know what? Yes, he has a point. Actually, <laughs> we, we took two cities. We went to San Luis Potosí, the capital. Yes. In October, we went there for the other little Yeah, Marcos. the other Catorce is different, Marcos. though. So that's, yeah. that's like being in Portland. Yeah, so we went to, yeah. <laughs> so we had the small town experience. Then we had San Luis Potosí, which is the capital. But yeah. it's still a small city for a capital. Yeah. But then I actually live by the border. So if I go 30 minutes north, I'm in Nuevo Leon. Right, right, right. And going to Monterrey, that is... That is like being in Dallas, yeah. maybe even yeah. more because it was better, bigger, yeah, better. It was a great place. A lot it's, of it's like being in Mexican Chicago. Mexican, yeah, actually, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was really going to say good Mexican one. New York, but Mexican New York is Mex- yeah. Mexico Mexico City. City. Yeah. That's yeah. Mexico City. Mexico City. That's Mexico City. Yes, it is. Yeah. So Monterrey is Mexican Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. That is a good Except one. there's no gun violence. Oh yeah, no, there's definitely yeah outside of Monterrey. You just don't know about it. Tamaulipas is bad. I guess it's such a big city that has their state spots are bigger than other cities yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well they have uh they have breweries out there they do have breweries that right. actually one brewery that had maybe nine locations in the city which is pretty big so i had different it, flagships or like was, different breweries around the city right it was essentially the same brewery just scattered across That's the major cool. city That's so it was cool. a and the name was very cool. It was called uh, Sierra Madre Brewing. Yep. So that means Mother Mountain Brewing. Yeah. And they the city's modeled after. Their logo is almost a mountain that looks yeah. like a seat. Yeah. A chair. I don't see the chair, but people say it's a chair. Yeah. 
And that's what they modeled. Maybe it's a chair after. that, you know, is rocking. Maybe it's like a sunken in chair. Oh, like yeah. someone sat on it too long, yeah. so it went onto the ground. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But no, Monterey, <laughs> it, uh, we'll talk about it further on the podcast one day. Oh, we will. I'm pretty sure we will. Um, so, Stefano, back to you, man. Uh, so, you're MMA guy, right? Jiu-jitsu guy, right? You really like it. You enjoy it. You dabbled in skateboarding. Skateboarding, yes, right? You ride bikes. I know we rode bikes a couple times. So you do all the cool shit. All the cool stuff, I want to uh, say. I've just always been like a person that like kind of just get like I just I give everything a shot. Yeah. And um, I just kind of want to figure out like if it's for me or not, right? Um, skateboarding right. has been one of those things that like has been there like pretty much since the beginning. Like I probably started yeah. skateboarding pretty much around like third fourth grade so like pretty young and it was just kind of another outlet um yeah same thing with like um the fighting and the jiu-jitsu yeah. and i think like if it wasn't for skateboarding uh-huh. i probably wouldn't have tried alcohol as young yeah. as i did oh okay like and it, it, it's it's a very bad stereotype yeah. but like i can honestly say like the group of friends that i was making in mexico from uh-huh. skateboarding yeah were very specific <laughs> and they were they just kind of introduced me probably at a younger age and i should have been to gotcha. like drinking beer yeah and you know but again it's a different culture in mexico um a lot of things that like maybe here in the states are like looked at as like you're too young yeah in mexico it's completely well, it's like a big thing right it's like yeah. And then uh, skateboarding usually has a close-knit community no matter where it is. So yeah. when you go to Mexico, I feel like the, the skateboarding community there is even closer. It's even closer, So to yeah. so them, drinking is not is more of like, like It's like casual, a bonding, right? Like a, it's like, yeah. It's, it's like they, they don't put as much importance as someone might hear. Like they see it more casually towards yeah. like Yeah, drinking. for sure. It's you skateboarding and then there's drinking on the side. Gotcha. So you don't really think of drinking as a problem yeah. because... It just kind of complements what you right? do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like you go skate, get a skate session with your homies, and then and they pop have a couple beers. beers. And then maybe get some tacos, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. That's the cool <laughs> thing because when you're skating, you don't. And you drink, you don't feel like you're just drinking to drink. You feel like yeah. you're drinking because you're being active and yeah. you're with your friends all day. Yeah. And you're so, burning cars, man. People don't realize cars, that yeah. it's, skating is a sport. It's kind of like riding yeah. bikes. I remember, I, I think I might have heard from you after a long race, your bikes, yeah. you'll have one beer to oh, replenish. Yeah. Yeah, big shout out to my cousin Mario, but he's the one that got me into riding bikes in high school, and <laughs> it wasn't legal, but uh, we would go and ride, and we would do these, you know, 30, 60-mile rides, you know, and and we would come back, and he'll buy a six-pack, because we were in of age, and he's like, hey, man, drink this, you know, and it'll be like three of us riding, including him, right? So we'll all have two beers, and then we wouldn't get buzzed or anything, but we feel like we can get back on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, two beers going, is, yeah, right? we can keep fresh. going. And it yeah. the carbs also. Yeah. Like it's, not only is it the carbs, but it's refreshing. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I think that was the same idea we had growing up, skateboarding and drinking as yeah. well. It's just kind of like the carbs kind of just give you a little bit more energy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 like um it's like fluid like we used to cook, well I I like to think of it as like fluid carbohydrates yeah right? it's yeah. just like instead of eating something it's just, like, just drink Stringer, a beer yeah. not only yeah. does it refresh you cool you yeah. down but gives you a little bit yeah. more to go yeah. yeah and the good thing is like you know you feel like you're drinking while you're actually doing something you're not just standing at a bar yeah, yeah. and just like no. it's standing yeah there. and plus like like for me for example like when we had those beers we had them on the side of a trail. You know, and we were like, like looking over the city, and we were just having beers and 
it just felt good, you know. It was it will be summer, so we'll be like drenched in sweat and stuff. Yeah. It, it just felt good because it was like you were covered by the city, the noise of it. You were drinking a beer with you know some cool people, or if it was a group of us, obviously you know, all those people will end up buying beer. So we'll end up at a brewery and you know these places I've never been to and meeting all these people. So it, yeah. it, was, it was a good, a feel good, and I think skateboarding can relate to the same thing right because you go find a spot and then it's like you you skate there you have some beers and you're like dude this is chill yeah, yeah and i think chill. like most of the things that stefano kind of talked about whether it's mma skateboarding or riding bikes i feel like they all have really close communities yeah where people are very welcoming oh, yeah. they all have conviven mucho yeah, yeah you yeah. know they socialize a lot yeah. and sometimes you know alcohol is just that lubricant yeah and it just helps out ease it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think that's like one of the one of the stigmas that like I just like I honestly I don't agree with, right? Like I definitely in my community it's it's definitely like I wouldn't say shunned or frowned upon, but it, you you definitely get looked at a little weird if you partake in like in regularly drinking and your and community being the MMA scene, or because I know you also do other things like hockey and yeah, so like yeah. like yeah. dude, it's it's so weird. Like I, I it, and I I kind of sound probably to like the public like a person that just tries too many things, but we only have one life right yeah so like i i i i take everything that i do with that mentality right it's like we only get one life and like i don't want to be 50 60 years old thinking back and being like hey i fucking should have tried that yeah and so like again like how georgia said in the hockey community like i play beer league mm-hmm. it's literally called beer league yeah so we're playing on sundays yeah. we're either drinking a couple beers before the game <laughs> During the game yeah. or after the game? Okay. You and guys need an extra players? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that sounds cool, bro. That sounds yeah, cool. Yeah. So it's like it's you know like we're we're playing hockey, adults, fully consenting adults. Yeah. While drinking beer, that's cool. And so that's just cool, right? Because yeah, it's really like cool. if you if you know hockey, you know it's a very violent yeah. physical game, and then and then competitive. Everybody's saying. really competitive, yeah. and you add a couple beers to that mix. You get like you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, you're gonna have a good time, bro. You're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a good time. And so like and that and that's and that's what is just kinda like frustrating to me in a bit. It's just like why can't we have that same mentality for anything else, right? right. Like anything within measure shouldn't be considered bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I think the thing with the uh, hockey is you also you're getting out of your comfort zone, it feels because a lot of those guys feel like you're just there to attack and but yeah. yeah, like even when you fall down, it feels like the kind of community wants someone to help you get up. Yeah, like, right, right. But right. then they'll knock you back down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's mutual. You know, it's yeah, like there's that understanding. Yeah. I feel like yeah. alcohol is that lubricant where it's like don't take it to heart. Yeah, exactly. It's like punk shows. It's like yeah, yeah you fall down in a the crowd, they'll pick you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I get you. Um, or maybe that's more of MMA. Or maybe the, the mix, the yeah. jujitsu. You know, jujitsu, yeah, it might be. Either way, uh, usually alcohol isn't doesn't feel as bad when you have it with something else if it's by itself in excess it is something horrible but when yeah. you're skateboarding or you're dancing at the country club or you're fighting like yeah i feel like, I feel any like it's time, a good compliment anytime you're with friends is a good time to have a beer exactly it's like company, it's yeah. it's a good it's just you know like like you keep saying it's a good lubricant it's it's good for like if you're like hanging out with new people it's yep. good if you're hanging out with people you've known for you like your whole life right it's just a good overall just icebreaker, right? Exactly. Like, and within within measure, anything should be acceptable. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, that's how I feel about it right. at the end of the day. And all these communities, 
skateboarding, riding bikes, weightlifting, fighting. Yeah. I think all of them together, like drinking a beer, could probably break a little bit more ice than people can yeah, think of. Yeah, yeah, because like you and I, we've been shooting a lot as well. Yeah, and we never drink, obviously, because you know shooting. Yeah, this, it doesn't go going. Should not go with drinking. Shooting guns and drinking oh, does man. not go yeah, with. Yeah, brother. But even then, like even in that community, you know, like I met a lot of really really good people through shooting guns, and you know, I see it as a sport, as something as yeah. entertainment, right? Yeah, yeah. And and a good pastime, and to me, it was like I met really good people through it, and all those people drink, and you know, they're like, hey, we should get a beer, and you know, we end up getting a beer, and you know, these people are like just normal people you yeah know, people look at them like oh you shoot guns oh man you're evil it's like yeah man, you're, you're this is a regular dude it's you know texas. What do you mean? It's, and it's texas, it's texas. yeah it's exactly. texas so, so what do you mean <laughs> so i mean, like i said yeah I, I get where you're coming from that man but um yeah let's uh let's take another break man let's get another uh let's, let's try that beer out johnny brought i think it's still in the fridge no it should be on the fridge yeah, <laughs> yeah so let's take a break real quick uh we'll come back and uh We'll see what Johnny brought and uh, see what everybody thinks. I we will be back. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. All right, we're back and uh, we're a little crispy right now. We're toasty. Uh, we're toasty. Yeah. We're getting warmed up. We're getting warmed up. So, uh, are you guys ready for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we just been bushing around this the after party podcast. Exactly. <laughs> uh sign up disclose for the location Patreon. disclose location <laughs> no uh but uh jumping back in uh we are a couple beers in i know some of us have more than others and that's okay yeah and we keep a leaderboard just to give kudos or kudos exactly, exactly. so far stefano looks like the beer he has is going to keep him on the lead with seven Ooh. in a sitting of maybe an hour Crispy. and a half or two Crispy. so You'll find Stefan on the streets tonight. Oh. Our boy Johnny is holding it down with five, six beers. Six beers. Whoa. So he's warming up. I've had some before. I mean, I've had a shot and a cocktail before. That doesn't this, count. So. It's okay. I drank last count. year and I didn't count it today. Yeah, I didn't count it. I feel like it counts because it was right there, you know. So anyways, we were talking about Anyways, <laughs> and then, you know, Eric being our host, you know, he's got to stay responsible. So he's been on four beers. I've been, I'm on my sixth beer, which is, you know, staying. I think it's moderate. I think Moderate, yeah. I'm trying to keep up with Stefano. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Stefano, you know, he fights. He does a lot of cool shit. So I will there. say that, like, I, I don't know if it's a faster metabolism, but definitely, like, it takes a little bit. Maybe you just like to drink. Maybe you just have a problem, bro. Yeah, I think that's I what. Some, I got some daddy issues that I have. Oh, yeah. Wow. Somebody give this man a hug. Somebody give Johnny a beer. Yeah, somebody. Hey, Johnny, you want to chug another beer? I want to chug another beer for that, man. It's okay, Johnny. We're your dads. We're here for you, Johnny. We're here for you. Just not on the weekends. Hey, Johnny. Just like I told Nick, you have father figures all around you, bro. He doesn't have a dad either. Uh, uh, so anyway, so you know what? Right, so the benefit of at least you don't have someone to disappoint you. That is true. What do you mean? He, he can't disappoint you if he's not there. He, yeah, he can't no, he disappoint you. He's because gone. not there. Nah, yeah, nah. that's not disappointment. Disappointment no, 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 no. is if he was there no, no, and he no, no, let no. you down. No, no, no. Okay, he was that, never there, okay. so he didn't technically let you down. No, 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 no. he let me down. 
Okay, let me know. It's all right, Johnny. It's and okay. that's for another podcast. It's all right. It's all right, it's all right Johnny. It's, it's all right. Right. It's, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You'll have your own episode. I'll tell all. <laughs> no, we already know. We already did an episode. Of all right. Me, so uh, getting back to the beer talk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Johnny, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well, too, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, fingers all around. But let's, uh, let's bring in the beer Johnny brought, speaking of you. Actually, uh, yes. So, Johnny, you were up. Uh, North North Dallas. I brought that in at the beginning of the episode. You brought uh, two beers from Japan. Yeah. Where, so brought, where were you eating? Let me let me ask you. I that went first. to a Korean bar in um, in Carrollton with Daniel, and uh, we ate at uh, Low. Was it Low? You don't have to say any names. Was it Glade? Unless you want to restaurant. Unless he wants to sponsor us. And Daniel, Daniel being the third musketeer, which is the other friend that you're usually with. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went there, and there was like a Korean mart around, so we just like decided to get some beers. That was pretty cool. Like I never tried these beers. It's Kirin Ichiban. Kirin, Ichiban, and Asai. I've actually had Kirin light before. Asahi. I haven't had the one that Asahi. you brought today. Sorry, but Kirin Asahi. is good. Asahi, this yeah, I've had this. Asahi. I feel like anybody that's eaten ramen has yes. had Asahi, right? Okay. So how okay. far is Italy from Japan? Because even though this is a Japanese beer, it's actually a product of Italy. I was about to say that. So Thank yeah, you so that's a good topic. Uh, go ahead and look that up. <sighs> Okay. Actually, let's see how far Italy Johnny, is actually from get Japan. on the laptop. Yeah, let's see how far it is. Italy, Texas? <laughs> so, I feel like I've had a lot of current, not only the current regular, but current light uh-huh. in a draft. And okay. I've never had this specific one. Okay. It's definitely a lot fuller. Yeah, it is. You can taste it, too. Yeah, you can, you can taste it. Ow. So, for the people that don't know, we're drinking currently right now is Kirin Ichiban. Oh, excuse me. And it is 100% malt. Alcohol percentage is 4.5. And yeah, that's all I got out of it from their website. It, it, their website usually talks about how fresh it is. Uh, the meaning in Japanese, Kirin Megumi used first press method to produce pure, smooth flavors. Is this a newer one, maybe? So, I don't know. So, like Kirin, Kirin actually has a different variations. The one Johnny got isn't the light beer. Uh-huh. So, there's mm-hmm. light, regular, and I think this might actually be a third different like, variation like their fullest oh, okay, yeah okay. so even though kirin is a foreign beer they they do have a good established presence here in the u.s right because they go a lot whether it's you know ramen restaurants sushi whatever yes. kind of asian delicacy you. Might i will find. say any or- oriental type of restaurant probably has current yeah kirin is probably their bud light almost oh okay, okay. that's so a good way to put it the gay okay, okay. oh and <laughs> so, so from italy to japan is 60 6, Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. No, but you guys are miles. So it's, it's, that's distance. Hard. it's that's a distance. distance. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. you can't drive that. I tried to look it up. There's not a, there's no, not a route. There's not Google a highway for that. You yeah. can't Google map it. <laughs> you gotta fly. So this beard does it's, travel. It's, it's, it travels more than we it's do. It's made it a way around, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So I feel like Japan, Tokyo in itself, maybe. Is another frontier that maybe we should try to. We should go. Yeah, yeah, we should, yeah. Try to, we should try we should, to go to it. You yeah, know, that side of the world does well in beer. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that's like a different side of beer that we haven't seen maybe. And yeah. the crazy thing is, one of the top selling imports there was actually Corona and Modelo. Oh wow! Which yeah. is just wow. Just kind of establishes and shows how big their presence really yeah. is yeah. overseas. I feel like Japan in itself 
in general just has a big appropriation not appropriation but appreciation also for yeah. mexican culture oh they do yeah like i i know they have like their I own cholo culture yeah, i was gonna say social media yeah it yeah. shows a lot about that right their own cholo culture mexican uh culture just in general from but, I, but I mean, that, makes, <laughs> that makes sense when you kind of look at the values that mexicans and uh japanese kind of have they kind of know, have the, the same hard cultural work heritage right yeah. like yeah. your parents are like above above anything your parents are judgmental yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> your, your parents's judgment is above anything else right and yeah. I think that goes for yeah. both, both judgment ways. hard work <laughs> yes 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 alcohol yes. yes. Yeah, uh, so like I said, there's not a whole lot of info on their website. I even tried the USA website, and it just tells you pretty much how it, how it comes to history with them, you know, creating a perfect beer. This one, I think you guys are right. This is more of a newer beer, so there's really not a whole lot of information on it. Um, it's just, you know, 100% malt, and I mean, it's it's a nice label on there. It's shiny. It's has a good logo on it so thank you johnny for bringing it out uh seriously man so again it's kirin ichiban uh 100 malt press so first it says first yeah. press 100 malt yeah. give it a give it a google search maybe try it out yeah so it's it, it's a lot of uh neutral i want to say like, like on the bottle on the bottle it doesn't say how much percentage it has no actually. Uh, i think it might be five wild. yeah because when i looked it up uh, and oh no it no, says it's, it's, it's right about the barcode five percent yeah it's five percent yeah, yeah i was gonna say uh, that's the only thing that's really on their website and again it talks about you know how <laughs> fresh ingredients it is how pressed it is and uses all the freshest things to create it so again there's not a whole lot of thing maybe because we're on this side of the world but other than that good beer i've been drinking it right now and and actually, so both of these are 5%. Both the beers Johnny brought, Kirin and Asahi, 5%. Anything above 4 I think, holds up well. I think so, too, man. I think so, too. And, and it's smooth beer. It's not bad at all. I can... I feel like, though, like... I can just get a little malty, but not like... Yeah, it is It's definitely malty. I definitely will say that between the Asahi and the Kirin Ichimon, yeah. there's definitely, like, very drastic palettes involved oh, yeah. yeah like yeah, the the sahi is definitely like very pilsnery light okay yeah and then the the ichiban of course being 100 percent malt it's it, just, it is heavier it's right? just yeah. heavier yeah, it is heavier. so i don't it's know if this is uh heavier. my american ignorance but it feels like both of these would just go pair well with some sushi yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no sushi yeah. and then like i said maybe i yeah. don't even know my alcohol in mm -hmm. japan like they would yeah. you know everything pairs well with something right, but right. When I usually have had sushi, like I usually get a Kirin or a Sapporo, yes. and it does feel like it complements it. Yeah, I know and it does. We might just not understand in what yeah. specific way yet, right? But so, like now that just because you said that Sapporo compared to Asahi, I feel like those are two drastic. The Sapporo, yeah, the Sapporo is just very different than an Asahi, and, and it's supposed to be. And insane, I like it because you know? actually, even coming in a different kind. Have you seen a Sapporo? That, they have that yeah. thin hourglass yes. kind of looking tin yeah. uh -huh. thick can yeah. which yeah, I feel like it does give it a different taste yes. when you're drinking yes. and it does I, I do appreciate it no I'm a big fan of Sephora like I, I really I really like enjoy it uh, there's a couple times where I've gone to ramen spots and I would get one glass and I think that's enough you know and it just fills in the spot right the noodles yeah. the broth and then you have a good beer like this it just it feels good you know like I'm not really familiar with Japanese culture I'm not big in it 
but it's like it feels right, you know. Right? It feels right. Yeah, right. It's like tacos it's like a carne modelo. asada, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like corona. tacos in a modelo, a carne asada, yeah. a modelo corona. I feel like yeah, that's the way it goes. Hand hand hand. Hand. And we might be stereotyping, who knows? But 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 again, it kind of feels that gap, like we feel with modelo carne asada, tacos and corona, modelo. And, it, and like yeah. the way we might feel, you never know if someone on the other side of the world, Japan, if someone, let's say they have a taco spot over there, yeah. they might end up drinking modelo and corona. Yeah. And like it goes right. well with yeah. it. That's what I'm saying. And when it's we think of it, we're like that actually does go well yeah. it's not the worst i will give him a crispy yeah. high five <laughs> yeah i'll be like yeah. that's correct great yeah. minds think alike yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly we're kind of alike yeah sometimes it's, uh i think ramen's like if you order a spicy one yeah. this will go like good with it actually, i think so too because like it, it it'll take away the spicy yeah well, I don't know about so, that, but I feel like it helps it neutralize it. it it helps i feel like it'll flavor it. yeah flavor yeah flavor, it's flavor. It, uh, it uh, at least influences your palate once the alcohol starts hitting right but Stefano, i do have one question for you man uh i noticed you got a full sleeve and uh you know you talk about being an athlete and all that have your tattoos ever like conflicted you being an athlete or any sports or anything like that uh i wouldn't say like tattoos maybe affecting myself in an athlete perspective yeah i mean i feel like it definitely imposes um a threat okay maybe psychologically like people think like people associate automatically like tattoos with somebody being like a hard ass or like a badass yeah and so like uh maybe like in that sense a little bit but um i feel like tattoos are just a big culture of fight yeah fight culture in general right, right, like right they right. both like both cultures kind of go co- like they coincide with each other gotcha um i definitely like being a mexican-american and having tattoos especially as heavily tattooed and as dark as my tattoos are um it definitely does put me in like a light of of being stereotyped yeah yeah um i definitely get like dirty looks and i get looked at a little bit different yeah in like certain areas of town right right but in terms of sports, it, it, it never has hindered me negatively. Yeah. If anything, it's been like kind of like a positive. Yeah, yeah. Like um like approach kind of like a boost. You. Yeah, like oh, okay. people kind of like they, it, it, it it sounds douchey and it sounds bad, but like people will like kind of see the tattoos and they're just kind of like they 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 automatically mm-hmm. show me a little bit more respect. Gotcha. So I, it kind of adds like a threatening level, but it's really not, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know for whatever reason. So I don't have tattoos, so I can't talk too much on it. Yeah. So more of it, it almost feels like if the way I see it from an outside view, it's almost like a battle scar. When someone sees you have like this long sleeve of tattoos, or maybe you have this big portrait on your on the left side of your ribs, people yeah, say yeah. like, okay, that wasn't easy to do. Right. So that shows almost some level of like toughness. Like, right, right. Okay, you got through that. And yeah. it's almost like some kind of st- some subliminal street cred that it's different that I almost recognize. Yeah. It's like okay, oh, this guy got a fucking full face tattoo. That probably wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, seriously. That's never easy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but I mean, I, I would just equa- equate that to like what I see at sports because when you think of like some of the people that do elite sports, whether it's football, yeah. basketball, or skateboarding, like most of them have some kind of sleeves, 
some battle scars to kind of make them stand out and i'm like yeah it, it almost kind of starts going hand in hand to a certain right, point right 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 yeah 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 i i definitely agree I, I feel like with with any of the popular mainstream sports now it's like tattoos are definitely like a big part of it yeah like if you think about like the like just for example like the nba um you think back like 10 years maybe it wasn't that many no, maybe not even that that short of a span, right? Like you think back twenty years, and like not a lot of people were tattooed in the NBA. And yeah, then you yeah. start thinking ten years, and then it's like a little bit more. And then like you think current times, and it's like everybody's tattooed. Yeah, all the it's good like players. You're the, you're, you're the weird one if you yeah. don't have right, right? So it's like it kind of it's the same deal with me, right? When I think of a UFC, because it's like what they're they're down to their bare boxers. Yeah, yeah. Everything's exposed. Like exposed. You, yeah, you literally <laughs> have to have something to fill in the gap. Yeah. Yeah, because if not, you're kind of weird, right? You, want, so, you don't want to look like that baby boy that's yeah, fresh yeah. in the world, brand new skin. And in my view, I mean, I, I've never had tattoos, so I always yeah. thought of myself as a blank canvas. The possibilities yeah. were endless. Right. But I know once you step into separate situations, there's a different connotation. Yeah, yeah. Like whether it's UFC, you know, like those guys have different battle scars that right, they show right, right. off. No, I get sense. you, I get you. And it goes back to like... Being an Aztec, right? Going back to Indio, right? Aztecs back in the day will tattoo their battle scars and and that would show how tough they were, right? By the yeah. tattoos on their on their hands and the tattoos on their face and on their chest. It was showing what type of warrior they were, you know, and the more tattoos you had, the more tough you were. You I know? think and I and that's a very good point and I a hundred percent agree and I feel like not and it's it's not a topic that i've ever like really like genuinely talked about yeah but when people ask me why did you choose the style of tattoos that yeah. not only that you do but the, t the style of tattoos mm -hmm. that you get on yourself yeah i feel like i mean not hand in hand but it's definitely like it ties into like the whole cultural thing. Gotcha, gotcha. And so like the like the very bold lines and the very dark ink, uh -huh. I feel like it kinda just in a way, it kinda connects me a little bit more to like my Mexican roots. Right, right. And so on me, that's mm -hmm. that's kind of a reason why I chose the style. Yeah, yeah. But also like the the style of tattoos that I do, um, for the people that don't know, I do tattoos as well. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's like a big influence on on my tattooing in general, right? right. It's like, um, it's not about mm, the clout of being a tattoo artist. Right. It's not even about like really how the tattoos, even though they're they, you know in my opinion they're good tattoos in the end. It's right. it's not about that. It's yeah. it's more of like the application, more uh -huh. about to me it's more about the culture of it exactly and so it just ties back exactly to what you said yeah. it, it it ties me back to that aztec culture it kind of puts right. me in more of like um um it it, it connects you to your it roots and where you came roots, from right because like being a mexican-american i feel like you get a lot of like you're not ni de allá ni de aquí yeah 100 and so to me it's more like all right well maybe this will make me more that yeah than it is that key right 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 and so that's a big reason why gotcha, gotcha why my 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 style of tattooing not only on myself but on other people yeah. is influenced by that yeah. so so do you tattooing is that like a passive thing that you like to do is it was it an active thing where you kind of so tattooing um i don't like to call it it's very 
it's very hypocritical to call it a hobby because it's 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 permanent, right? Right, it's right. Everything that you're doing through tattooing is on on somebody or on yourself permanently. So, just to tie in like the most modern thought, because you know, like I said, I don't have uh-huh. any tattoos. So my perspective is like, yes, it is permanent. Yes. But there's a lot of medical advances out there to where even if you get a permanent tattoo you can find a way to end up removing it if you have enough money you can pretty much do anything yeah so to me it's like what it's permanent if you don't have money yes but if you have money it's not permanent oh yeah yeah i know yeah but i don't know like i said i'm I'm looking at it from the outside i mean there is a program that i know of uh, there's actually a couple programs where it's inmates that come you know out of prison and they've done 10 20 plus years and they want to get back into society, but they had face tattoos when they were young. They want to get them removed, so this program will put them, you know, through that, uh, I guess, that therapy or whatever it is to remove the tattoo, and they become a normal person, right? Yeah, so in a sense, like, it's not exactly permanent as much as it used to be. Yeah, no, no. And and also, like, uh, Stefano touched earlier, it's like, tattoos aren't looked as, you know, frowned upon anymore. There's, you know, police departments that do allow sleeves now. As long as it doesn't have any hate or any political view or any yeah. game view, you know, uh, yeah, and they allow that. There's so. people that tattoo their grandma's yeah. face on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, look at Stefano's tattoos. You know, it has nothing to do with game related. You know, it, it's more yeah, of an art to it. It's more anything. of a self expression now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like anything. Some people could go extremely left or extremely right, exactly. where they could end up tattooing a three three teardrops yeah or a teardrop you know and it it might be you know it might mean something else as opposed to someone that might have tattoo a butterfly on their back or something yeah exactly (laughs) exactly so my mom but no man but but that's good you say your mom yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Wait, your mom has a butterfly? Yes, back she probably got it in the nineties. Oh, I'm sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, I heard that was Stop. a big thing in the nineties. <laughs> no, it's okay. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but still, I no, but I, I like that, man. I really enjoy. It. I I know I have some of your art on my arm, which I'm waiting yeah, for you no, to finish. Yeah, and I think that if, if I were to get a tattoo, I, I'd go to Stefan. Yeah, man. You know, I'd want to oh. have a friend. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. And and you know, my my second tattoo was actually Stefano. Oh, nice. And, and so, and, and I'm glad, and I really hope you get back on it, man. I know you've been yeah, busy. It's, and it's just like, it's it's it kind of ties back to what George was saying, right? It's like, it's it's not really, you can't really call tattooing like a hobby, and you can't really call it like something um, lightly. Like, you can't take yeah. it lightly, right? Like, right, every, right, right. Every, everything that I do through tattooing is is uh, a connection of some sort right of course, so it's, yeah. whether it's tattooing friends and creating that bond right creating something permanent on their skin yeah, yeah, yeah. not only that they're going to carry the rest of their life but every time they look at it they're going to kind of pretty much think about you yeah right? remember like, that person that did it right yeah exactly right and so it's just in in today's culture everything everything gets taken mm-hmm. lightly yes yes and so i just don't want people to think that like tattooing can be something that can be taken lightly right 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 like because it's it's like you're you're permanently changing somebody's physique yes. for the rest of their life right and so i wouldn't i wouldn't call it neither a hobby nor my profession mm-hmm. it's more something of like just like my artistic passion right, right. so my way of expressing my 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 art and it just it just it just fell into my lap really because like I was I have always been like an art expressive person right whether it was like graffiti or skateboarding or those arts 
yeah. then out of nowhere, I just found tattooing. So have you ever, like, a, were you ever about to do a tattoo and you, like, advised to a person, like, hey, man, maybe you shouldn't tattoo the name of your, like, three-month girl, <laughs> three-month relationship Three-day girlfriend. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, because I can see that with tattoos, you know. You yeah. might see different things where it's like, it's like, okay, like... I, Maybe I should tell you a little think bit about or something. It. Yeah, you know, think about it. I feel, like, I feel like in general, like, the tattooing industry probably has had that a lot. Yeah. But me being a more... Um, conscious? Or what you more not, not only conscious, mindful. but, like, I, I just... I, I don't tattoo everybody, and I don't tattoo everything. Yeah. Uh, everything is very specific that I'm doing, right? So, so people if I were to be like, let me get me this swastika on yeah. my lower left. Oh, uh, no, uh, that's like a big no everywhere. I'd be like, look, like, bro, like, no, this isn't the best idea. Yeah, right? I'm going to need you to I'm leave. <laughs> I'm going to need you to leave. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's, it, it's definitely like, it's with anything else, right? Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's tasteful to maybe certain people. Um, to certain other people, it's it's not acceptable, right? Right. Um, same thing. Like it's like if you were if you were to come up to me and be like, "Hey, bro, I want you to tattoo this portrait of this girl that I just met." Yeah. I'd probably be like, "George, shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, come, back in, come back in a month, and then we'll, 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 we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, he gets like a, a beer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Give it a month. Yeah, yeah. Give it a month. Give it a month. Yeah. I, that's a that's a good rule of thumb for yeah. anybody thinking of a tattoo. I did want to get like the letter of a j just as an initial for my friend so i have a lot of friends that start with the letter j so yeah just, not it could be johnny <laughs> could be julie yeah could be george myself you know, wow. not, not eric, jay, yeah, not eric? Jay, okay got it, got it. <laughs> just the fondo just my friend just, just, fondo. Fondo. just eric fondo. just the friend <laughs> jonathan i'm gonna get a j and then you know you could do j squared you could do that <laughs> too you could. but i'll do j fourth for see four this is why george this is why george is here he's the yeah. one with the brains it's so like <laughs> so it could be julie jonathan George, I know a lot of Georges. Yeah, myself. yeah, I know, I know Jason. Oh yeah, Jason. Jason, I know a lot of. Yes, just Justin, Jesse, 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 and uh, she wanted to shotgun a twisted team. Woo! Yes. This yeah. one right here. Yeah. Actually, let me let me throw out some kudos. I actually heard she recently turned twenty six. She did turn twenty six. So Leonardo DiCaprio is no longer on her radar. Yeah. That's okay. Bang bang. That's okay. <laughs> but I saw her chug. 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 Fucking, what was it? It was a twisted tea from a beer bong. I've never seen that. No, me either. Never seen that. So, Julie, you want to do the honors? Third one. Well, shot. So, she grabbed a twisted tea. She's about to pop it open. Dang. Cry. Who has a stopwatch? Hold on. Who has a stopwatch? This is brought to you by Whataburger. Yeah, this is brought to you by Whataburger because she's wearing an orange jersey. All right, Set. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's in the room wearing an down. orange jersey, so she, she looks, looks like, like a Whataburger. She logo. looks like a Whataburger. Yeah, <laughs> we all love and respect Whataburger. Yes, we Patty love Mel. it. Patty Mills. Even though they sold it's, out. It's not a Whataburger. Nah, they did. They, they, it's they, an Adidas shirt, but it looks like Whataburger. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, you ready? All right, three, two, one. Let's go. 
All right, keep going, keep going, keep going. You got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. Chuck, come on, Chuck, that's, Chuck, that's Chuck, it, that's Chuck, it. Come Chuck. on, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. And oh come on, God. all the way down, all the way down. Stop. Ooh, Ooh, down, down. Down. What was that? Eleven seventy-four. Eleven point seven four. All right. What a woman. Wow. <laughs> wow. Whataburger, thank impressive. you for sponsoring thank this podcast. Honey butter chicken biscuits. Oh, those are awesome, bro. I love those. That being said, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Johnny, for being here. Thank you, Sir. Julie, for chugging that twisted tea. I know you kind of regret it right now. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you, George, for being on the podcast again, bro. And uh, Stefano, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. I know you got a lot of stuff going on your plate right now. Uh, you're an athlete. You're a father. You're a tattoo artist. You're a vigilante. I think people call you the, <laughs> the Dark Knight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Justice. If you're in danger, call Stefano. Yeah, Stefano can get you. If you, you have a flat tire, call Stefano. <laughs> Do not call If me. the transmission on your uh, uh, 18 wheeler. diesel 18 wheeler went out. <laughs> Other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, thank you, everybody, for being here. Johnny, thank you for bringing that beer. Yes, uh, thank you, Stefano, again for taking the time. Thank you guys for having me on. For you know, sure, man. It's an for honor. Sure, man. Um, I know I definitely was a little nervous just because it's it's just a little out of my my comfort comfort zone. Right? It's okay. But you'll be back. You'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. I'm sure you'll be back, man. Uh, I really enjoyed you having here. Good talks, good beer talks, and I think we drank a lot of good beer today. So we that's did. good. We had a lot of good yeah. beer today. Uh, George, again, thank you for being here, man. Thank you for uh, supporting. And uh, everybody else, have a fantastic day, night, Stay morning, dangerous. evening. Work day. Stay dangerous. Stay have dangerous. a good work day. Mm. Have a good week. Mm. Good month. Mm. Hey. Good year. Guess what? Most importantly, Johnny, don't forget. <laughs> To have a beer with a homie carnal. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That man's a little drunk right now. Yeah, I am. Sorry. Later, dudes. <laughs>